Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, John Carey, who's VP at MercuryGate, and Al Tolliver, who is Chief Logistics Officer at Redwood Logistics. And today, we're going to talk about there's no silver bullet, extracting maximum and ongoing benefit from a TMS. Now, you know, the cost and service benefits from a transportation management system have been, you know, documented, you know, for years. But every company that has gone through that journey knows that evaluating and selecting the right TMS for your company based on your requirements is really just the first step in you know, realizing you know, those promised benefits, if you will. There are a lot of other factors involved um, you know, in terms of not only getting those short-term, near-term benefits, but getting benefits on an ongoing basis. What are those factors and, and how do you make sure that you kind of put all those pieces together? Well, that's going to be the focus of uh, today's episode, and it's great to have uh, both Al and John with us today who are on the front lines of this every, uh, every day with, with shippers and, and working with companies, you know, looking to, you know, uh, reach that next level of performance with the transportation management. So, uh, Al, John, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Adrian. It's great to be here. Great. Well, thank you both for, uh, for, for making the time. Um, you know, uh, let's, let's go right into the topic, uh, and Al, I'll start with you uh, first. I mean, obviously, both of you are on the front lines of, of you know, uh, logistics and transportation. I mean, what are you hearing, you know, from shippers in terms of, you know, the challenges they're facing in their day-to-day operations today? Well, so many people, it's amazing, are just faced with lack of visibility and control. And, you know, when we talk to lots of different shippers, sometimes we ask for data and they can't provide anything because they don't have access to it. So that seems to be one of the predominant things that we hear from people. But, you know, really everybody is faced with cost pressures. People are trying to figure out how do they eliminate waste? How do they reduce costs? And that's another big thing that we're hearing from lots of people is how can we streamline our process? How can we become more efficient? How can we take waste out of our operation? And that tends to be, uh, you know, an overriding theme when we talk to lots of different shippers, ranging from, you know, kind of small to large in you know, all kinds of different industries. We tend to see those same kind of themes come up. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it never ceases to amaze me how difficult it is for companies to answer those basic questions, such as, you know, where's my shipment, and you know, how much are we spending transportation this quarter? Right? right. I mean, it's it's amazing. John, John, how about you in, in your role? I mean, what are you hearing and seeing from shippers out there? Yeah, so I agree with Al. I think the the key thing that we see is that they're looking at technology providers to help them stay relevant and try and future-proof their business. But we have to acknowledge that, you know, the the pace of change that our shippers are experiencing is accelerating at an unprecedented rate. Uh, Just last year, and Adrian, I, I know you've spoken about this, we had the first drone delivery from Amazon in the UK, 16 minutes from pick to doorstep. I mean, that's a, that's a new paradigm shift that all shippers are now trying to get their heads around. You had Anheim, Bush, and Otto, first driverless delivery across an American motorway. We have Beijing now connected to 15 major European capitals, including London. The paradigm of the slow boat from China is being disrupted by China, who can now get goods to Europe faster than they ever could. I think it's a two-week journey. So these experiences that are happening around shippers are putting an ever-increasing pressure on them. 
and they're looking at technology to give them the visibility, give them the data analytics so that they can make the best decision so that they can identify the opportunities and the competitive advantage and strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you see the, the world is certainly, you know, shrinking, uh, you know, th those time, you know, the, 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 you know, this push towards time definite delivery, right? Yeah. So it used to be in the past that, uh, you know, two day delivery was, was fine, right? And, and then you went from two day delivery to making it two day delivery and free. But we all know that there is no such thing as free delivery, right? right. Somebody ultimately has to pay. And now you're talking about, you know, not only same day, but even, you know, uh, within an hour, right? So yeah. I think what's happening on the e-commerce side is, uh, you know, interesting. And like you said, a lot of these emerging, you know, technologies, uh, whether it's driverless trucks or drones, uh, mm -hmm. certainly, um, you know, continue to, you know, create challenging environments for, uh, and interesting environments for, mm -hmm. for shippers uh, around the world. Um, so, so Al, let me, let me go back to you now. I mean, uh, so... You know, when you look at all these, you know, challenges and, you know, and, and some of these are opportunities as well. I mean, what are some of the, the hurdles or roadblocks um, that shippers have to overcome to effectively, you know, address these challenges or to achieve their goals and objectives? Well, so much of it really depends on the organization itself. And that's part of what we want to do is really understand the uniquenesses of the organization. But kind of at a broad level, a lot of the things that we see and encounter when people are struggling with how to go about implementing some technology is, you know, it runs the gamut from lack of tools, lack of resources, lack of people, lack of experience. You know, they, change management is a really big piece that I don't think a lot of people understand and really prepare for as well as they should. And so that's a really important one that doesn't get a lot of attention, but really can have the ability to either make a project successful or make it unsuccessful or at least make it more challenging. And, you know, then I think making sure that you've got the right level of stakeholder support and management support in the organization, those are some really important roadblocks that we try to get organizations to think about before we really embark on anything. Because if they're not prepared, it doesn't matter what kind of technology we have or what kind of process we have. If the organization isn't ready for it, it's going to be a difficult road. No, great, great point. I think just to echo that, I think that, you know, what, what I've seen and, and I think what, um, you know, I think what separates some of the leaders from the laggards out there is when you see supply chain, logistics, transportation have a seat at that executive table that's really involved, you know, in, in the strategy end of things is really involved in, um, you know, looking at the big picture versus, you know, what I often hear from a lot of shippers is, you know, transportation is the last to find out about things. And then they're, they're kind of put in the position to have to be the hero, right, to succeed in, in that area, right? John, yeah. how about you? What, 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 are you? what are your thoughts on that and some of the hurdles and roadblocks that shippers face? Yeah, very aligned. And it's one of the reasons why we work so closely with Redwood. I mean, it's that effective planning, scoping, and avoiding scope creep. I mean, logistics professionals are facing a challenge of, understanding all the areas of the enterprise where logistics touch or are connected and can have an impact and then helping create that vision within the enterprise of what the change could mean what what is the primary driver uh, you know is it cost reduction is it a new revenue opportunity is it competitive advantage you know those are what are the three things that are going to be important you know, at the executive level that people are going to actually 
put their money behind and put their effort and their support behind. And, and change management is critical. Uh, so often, uh, I, I've come into Mercury Gate and, and you hear the stories about customers who buy the technology and then try and map the technology to their legacy process. You know, and the, the amount of time you spend talking with the customer to convince them that they could do something quicker, easier, faster for a better result. But if we can get into that uh, part of the conversation much earlier, now the technology is an enabler. And in fact, the customer is going to get a much more return on their investment at a much faster time to value. And, and that's one of the things that we've certainly experienced working with clients with Redwood. Right, right. You know, I, I think that, you know, the, the way I've, I've heard others, you know, uh, uh, you know, characterize it is, is really trying to, you know, get away from, well, this is the way we've always done it, right? Or, you, you know, you know, just trying to challenge, you know, the, the status quo is, is such a big hurdle, you know, for companies, especially if, they, if they've, you know, um, you, you know, it's, you, you have a comfort level with what you know, right? And sometimes there's fear of the unknown or fear of change that, that uh, you know, holds back a lot of companies. Um, so, so Al, let's, let's talk about, uh, technology now and specifically, you know, transportation management systems. Um, you, you know, like kind of, I, I alluded to in my opening remarks, you know, many companies spend a lot of time and effort putting together a, an RFP and, and evaluating vendors and, and ultimately selecting a solution that kind of aligns with their needs and, and, and requirements. But, you know, then when it comes time to successfully implementing the TMS and, and going after those, you know, those promised savings and benefits, they fall short. Of, uh, of their goals. You know, why is that? I mean, um, you know, it, it, in other words, if, if a TMS is by itself is not a silver bullet, then what else is needed to, you know, extract maximum and ongoing benefit from a TMS? Well, the TMS is, is much like any other technology. You have a small percentage of the population that really understands it and really utilizes it well. And I think the same thing applies with the TMS. The power of the technology is there all the functionality is there. What it comes down to then is really being able to understand how it applies to your business and really being able to make sure that you leverage that. You know, it's interesting. We talk to different uh, shippers, you know, and one of the things that often comes up is we talk about, you know, people don't know what they don't know. And part of what we try to do is help them understand what they should know. And, and that can change the conversation tremendously. I mean, you think about just about any kind of environment. If, if, it's the only time you've done it. Think about all the other people you could talk to that have gone through it before and have learned the trials and tribulations. And so if they leverage the resources and they've got the right technology, they're able to extract that. I mean, if you look at the TMS technology that MercuryGate has, I mean, we, we use that technology. We believe that that technology is the best that's out there for a broad base of shippers. And we believe that it has all the different capabilities that any shipper would really want or need, but so much of it comes down to configuring that technology to be able to understand how it applies to your business. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short because whether it's the project management or like we talked earlier, change management, if people really don't think about that and they don't think about how they're gonna do things differently, it will break down. As you mentioned earlier, you can't just keep doing what you've always done. You can't do it the old way. And that's hard for people to get, you know, really comfortable with. And people are fearful about what it might mean to their jobs. It might, you know, they're fearful about how it changes their work. But the people that really embrace it and the people that really get involved with it, 
in the end, actually feel like they're able to devote their time to more value-added activities as opposed to all the old manual things and all the old frustrating things that they used to have. No, that's, a, that, that's a great point. It, it kind of reminds me, you know, kind of, kind of the, 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 the importance of, of having a, you know, a super user, if you will, or someone that really truly understands the full breadth and depth of the tool and knows how to really use it effectively and, and knows, even more importantly, as change occurs, how to, you know, make the necessary changements or configurations to, you know, align with the new, the new operating reality that, that occurs there. So it kind of reminded me of, of this, uh, you know, I forget where I was, but it was at a conference and uh, the gentleman was up on stage and he said, look, it doesn't matter if you hand me a Stradivarius uh, violin or, you know, a $5 one from Walmart. Um, it's going to sound equally bad if I play it, right? Because I don't know how to, I'm not a violinist. I don't know how to play it, right? Um, which, which goes to the importance of really, you know, it, you know, a TMS is, is a tool and it could be a Stradivarius or it could be, you know, a, a lower end one. But at the end of the day, you're going to get the value out of it if you truly know what you're doing and how to leverage it, you know, effectively. So I think that was, yeah, as you were talking there, it kind of reminded me of, of, uh, of that story. Um, John, uh, you know, kind of to, um, you know, complement that side of things. I mean, what, what I hear from many shippers is, you know, what, that they, what they need to achieve their desired outcomes is, is the right mix of technology, services, and, and consulting. And, and that the right mix obviously will, will vary by company, right? You know, some, whether you're a small company, a large company, whether you have the resources in-house or not, you know, there's a lot of different factors that go into determining what the right mix, but it's, it's, it's usually some combination of, of, the, uh, of the three. So there's an opportunity there for, you know, from, from my perspective, for technology vendors and logistics service providers and, and shippers to work more, you know, collaboratively together, which is, you know, what your companies are doing, obviously. Um, you know, can you share a little bit of how, you know, that, that collaboration works and, and what are some use case examples? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it builds on the point that Al was making is that, you know, at Mercury Gate, we view our technology platform as an enabler. Now, that's our core and our focus, and we're going to make sure it's the best in market, it's the most flexible, it's the most scalable. But I think I've heard this word maybe three or four times that we've said, it's about understanding the shipper's business. And no one company is going to be able to fully understand all of the nuances of any other company's business. And that's why, you know, at Mercury Gate, we differentiate by focusing on partnerships. Now that goes from our technology alliance program, a really vibrant program with partners who add incremental value to the platform and allow customers to get even more out of a single Mercury Gate TMS portal to uh, our new program and Redwood is our premier logistics integrator. What we recognized is customers wanted the best operational experience of an LSP. They wanted the best uh, technology tool for a TMS. But what they also needed was resources and different resources at different points in their journey. So working with Redwood, we actually crafted a new partnership and they were our first ever and are the first logistics integrator uh, in the world, you know, focused on the domestic market. But what these guys do is they can provide uh, consulting in uh, helping the customer understand what their true requirements are. They can provide uh, support in configuring and mapping 
our enterprise cloud solution to meet their specific TMS needs today while keeping them informed and educated about the new opportunities that become available to them as they continue to progress and staying close to that super user. And then most importantly, where shippers say to them, hey, look, I, I love everything that's happening. I just don't have the expertise or the resources. These guys have the expertise and resource to come in and operate on the shippers behalf. And that's more than a, a 3PL function. That's really embedding yourself in the shippers business and being part and invested in their success on a daily basis. So, you know, we think it's something unique. We, we've engaged with Redwood on this. We love the way they engage with customers. We love the fact that the conversation is predominantly all about the customer and the customer's need. And we definitely see that as something that shippers find refreshing and are really responding well to. Great, great. And I, I don't know if Al, you want to touch upon this or, or John, you, uh, you know, just a quick, you know, just for clarification, you know, obviously, you know, that right, we talked about the right mix, right? So um, of technology services, consulting in the, in the, in, in the you know, the technology piece there and, and the right mix today for a shipper as they engage and collaborate with, with let's say both your companies might be different, you know, it, it, where they start today might be different a year from now, two years from now. So part of it is really that that right mix is as it ebbs and flows, you know, the, 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 the way that they work or shipper would work with your respective companies will also, you know, change. Is, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think we, we all have to have skin in the game. So we'll work with Redwood and make sure that they are the advocate for the customer's need. At the same time, we're engaging with the customer. They're a customer on our platform. So they'll be at our events, they'll be communicating their needs to us, but we'll focus that on the vision side of things. And what Redwood can do is they can optimize and customize what's there today to make sure there's continuous improvement in uh, the service that's being delivered. Al? Yeah, I, I think, you know, John mentioned it early on in our conversation here, things are changing at a rapid pace. Even if you just go back the last couple of years and think about the new technology that's out there and some of the developments, people need to have a very nimble and adaptable environment so that they can plug into these new technologies and leverage them without creating all kinds of chaos in their existing infrastructure. And I think that's going to continue to happen. New, new technology is always being talked about. More and more things are coming up. And again, it's just like, you know, you don't want to stay back in 1970 in terms of the way that you, you were dealing with things. We want people to be embracing this new technology because, again, it's, in our estimation, the more that we can automate things. Again, the technology can't solve all the problems, but where we can automate and where we can provide greater visibility at a faster rate, that's what we want to do because now people can make decisions better informed and they can spend their time on things that really require their attention. And, and so I think it's just going to continue to evolve, but people need to be flexible and dynamic and, and realize that the world is going to continually change and they need to change along with it. Yeah, that's a, that, yeah, that, that's a great point. I mean, I think what I, what I hear from a lot of shippers um, is that and part of the reason that they reach out to partners you know, such as yourself is they look internally and they see what's going to be required to get the investment internally, either for technology or the investment internally to get more resources to do what they want. And for whatever reasons, or there's a variety of reasons, you know, the, 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 the faster path to 
action and the faster path to, you know, getting to where they need to go is uh, not internally in some cases, but actually working with, you know, with, with partners such as yourselves, because they, they view that as the faster path and the less riskier uh, path, just because there's too many hurdles, uh, like, like the ones we talked about earlier, to overcome uh, internally. And, and kind of building on what we just talked about, Al, um, and then John, you can, you can you know, comment as well. I mean, like I mentioned, you know, the, the transportation and logistics in, uh, you know, landscape is, is continuously changing. So, you know, what shippers need tomorrow to succeed is, you know, going to be different than, than what they need today. So what's required from a, you know, services standpoint and what's required from a technology standpoint, um, you know, to, to help shippers keep pace, you know, with what's required and, uh, and help them achieve these ongoing benefits from a, from a TMS? Well, it's interesting. I, I've not yet met with any, any shipper that tells me they've got an abundance of IT resources. <laughs> so they're scarce. They're scarce in every organization. And what we're trying to do is figure out how to facilitate it so that it doesn't distract, distract from their other activities or disrupt their business. So our whole approach has been, how do we try to simplify it so that we don't require lots of involvement from their IT resources and they can continue to focus on their core business and we can focus in on how do we help them with this specific TMS technology. So, you know, our, our whole objective has been, how do we streamline that whole integration of the systems process? And we believe we've come up with some technology and some, some abilities to be able to do that, to condense that time frame because nobody wants to think about a project that's gonna take them a year to implement and it's gonna take dozens of resources. This technology uh, with PMS and the way that we configure things and the way that we integrate things, it doesn't take that long. I mean, in many cases, these, these systems are up and running and integrated within months. You know, so it's a very short window. It doesn't require lots of attention, but it needs to be set up in a fashion like we were just talking about that's going to be able to adapt to change. You don't want to have a fixed platform that is going to be difficult to change or plug in new technology. And the way that the technology is set up from MercuryGate is they've got an ecosystem that as new technology comes, it's available. We want to be able to make sure that those shippers that are using the technology can, can leverage it as soon as possible. So that's really kind of the way that we're focused on things. Again, building it so that it's easy to implement, it's fast to implement, it's, it's at a lower cost, but it's also built in a fashion that it can continue to evolve as time goes on. Great, great. And just to kind of echo what you had, you know, talked about earlier, what we talked about earlier in terms of, you know, the, the importance of, of people in all this, I, I would assume that from a logistics service provider standpoint, you know, th that's one of the investments that you need to make as well is in terms of having the right people in place within your organization that uh, is able to support the clients and understands the technology, understands the the best practices or leading practices out in the industry and can bring that to the table to, to your customers. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, what's really great about working in a logistics environment like this is we have people that wake up every day and are passionate about logistics. And lots of shipper organizations, people have arrived at transportation or the traffic roll or whatever just over time. And they have, may, may have been there for a long period of time and it's just kind of been their job. We have people that really are excited about it and really want to be able to leverage their skills and their expertise. Uh, but it, it's like everything else, finding good quality resources is tough. We're focused on logistics, so we attract those folks. Sometimes shippers have a harder time finding and retaining those kind of uh, qualified individuals. 
And so that's where we can provide some expertise and even some resources when they need them. Great. John, how, what about you from a, from a kind of a technology, you know, perspective, you know, what, what are some of the, the, the key things that are, that are required, you know, to keep pace with the, uh, the change that, that's out there in the, the transportation logistics landscape? Yeah, so I, I think it's a commitment to customer need and a, a commitment to understanding how the industry is changing. So when you look at Mercury Gate, we, we actively describe our solution as enterprise software in the cloud. And it's a very deliberate descriptor uh, because what we have is the robust uh, kind of enterprise engine up there, but with the scalability and flexibility that you come to expect from the cloud. Now, that's juxtaposed to the market's uh, experience of SaaS as very quick, very easy, but very prescriptive and very limited. And so I think what, what we're committed to is continuing to maintain that lead and maintain that kind of powerful engine that is open and able for our vibrant ecosystem to plug into and working on a best of breed. You know, we're not looking to become the monolithic player that becomes a single throat to choke. We understand that our solutions are better when we're working with partners who wake up every morning and think about you know, uh, carrier rates. We work with partners who wake up every morning, their entire business is predicated on reading ELD data and all the new opportunities that come from there and uh, the new legislation. You know, we wake up with partners who, who like uh, Redwood, they're, they think every day, how can I help my customer's business be more successful? And how can I do that from within the logistics scope? And so, and because they're working with us and they're aware of the roadmap and they're feeding into it and they're plugged into the market, we think that group of voices and that community of listening is going to help us stay ahead of the curve and anticipate customers' needs before they, they even articulate them. That will be our nirvana. And you've got a, a group of people who are committed to that. Yeah, those are all those are all great points. I I would think too. I mean, the other the other buzz terms you hear a lot in the industry, and and we, we kind of touched upon a little bit here is you know the importance of flexibility, the importance of configurability. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think you know those are becoming much more important from a technology standpoint. You know, the the ability as business requirements change, as as you want to configure, you know, want to enable new business processes. You know, the ability for the technology to easily um, and, the, and the users to easily configure the, the tool to align with, you know, the new operating realities, right? Yeah. And also being easy to use, you right? So it expedites yeah. training and things like that. So I would think those are other factors that are also important, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're going to make sure we, we've just revved our user interface. You know, we're going to continue to work on delighting the user and putting things that are relevant to them, you know, in as few a set of screens as possible. You know, we're also going to make sure that we're, we're anticipating the ability to plug in new functionality, you know, either Mercury Gate generated functionality or our ecosystem functionality and serve up either that data or that full screen from within the TMS portal. The objective is to keep focused on the need of that customer. And then I think from the configurability perspective, that's where a client like Redwood, who's working with the customer on their journey, understands the right inflection point where they're organizationally ready 
to take that next step. You know, we can sometimes, I come from the technology space and, and, you know, we can get very excited about the technology and we can think the technology is a panacea and everyone should run to the technology, but the technology is only relevant if that's the problem you're facing today. And that's why we work with partnerships and, and we value the partnership with Redwood is they're able to help a customer understand when that technology is going to be relevant to their business and how they can get the most out of it now rather than, you know, investing ahead of the curve. Excellent. Excellent point. Well, well gentlemen, we're running short on, on time here. So I'm just going to go right to my, my last question. And, and now maybe I'll, I'll start with you and then John, you can, you know, uh, add your thoughts as well. You know, as a way to wrap up, I mean, what questions should shippers ask themselves to assess whether they have all the pieces that we talked about, you know, required to extract maximum and ongoing benefit from, from a TMS? Well, I think it's really critical that organizations take a hard look at where they're at and where they want to go. To, to me, that's really the starting point. And then identify what goals do they have that they want to accomplish after this technology is implemented. Again, then they need to go back and think about how prepared is the organization, how much conflict are they going to deal with. It goes back to that change management component. Are they are they prepared for that? Are they willing to take on the effort internally to help people get comfortable with the way things are going to work? Because again, you can implement the technology and you can demonstrate the ROI, and virtually every organization that doesn't have a TMS can can demonstrate there's going to be a return on it very quickly because. The Mercury Gate TMS is it's scalable, it's affordable, you know, it has all the functionality that people need, but if you design the best system and the best process and people don't follow it, you're not going to get the value out of it. Great point. John, your thoughts? Yeah, so, so I would echo that. You know, what's the drive for change? Is your organization ready and committed? And then when you look at technology partners, you know, you know, what do you need from the technology now, five years from now, 10 years from now? You know, are the partners you're looking at, the technology vendors, have they shown that commitment to delivering? And then finally, I'd look at the partner ecosystem. I, I grew up in partnering, you know, and uh, organizations with a vibrant technology alliance group with a vibrant set of partnerships of customers uh, that customers can leverage in order to get a far more personalized engagement. You know, that, that's a vendor making an investment in saying, it's really, we need to know about you in order for you to get the ROI, rather than we need to dictate to you, you know, how you should be running your business. And I, those are the things that I would, I would think about as a shipper. Great, great. Well, you know, like I always say at the end of all our episodes, we always just manage to scratch the surface on this topic. But I, I think we covered a, a, lot of the, a lot of the bases today and you provided some great uh, insights and advice for, for our viewers. So, uh, Al, John, thank you again for making the time to be with us today. Thank you. The conversation was enjoyable. Thanks, Adrian. It was great. Cheers, Al. Great. And uh, I want to thank uh, uh, those of you that joined us today. Uh, if you are watching this episode on demand, at either the Mercury Gate uh, website or on Talking Logistics, and you'd like to uh, ask uh, Al or John a question, I'm, you can post it there, and I'm sure that they'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you all for joining us today, and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.